We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate and here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the Hot Corner. Posenda getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Redemption, nope. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. If you missed any of the first hour, you can download uh, the podcast on the Les Schwab Tire podcast uh, at 1080 The Fan. Also speaking of podcast, Beers on Us podcast with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris drops tomorrow around 4 o'clock as we discuss our trip at the Oregon Brewers Festival. I guess mine. Yes, and I'll just, I, I was not present. I was... Vegas. And I will just be super opinionated, which I never am, so it's definitely one to tune in on. Yeah, you're you're kind of a wet blanket sometimes. I don't understand. Hey, this one I'm going full bore though, baby. All right. We're gonna do it this time. Hot takes. Hot takes. At least developers. Takes. Developers. Developers. It's lit. Hot sorry. takes. Sorry, Joe always knows when to hit the it's lit. So I don't I know where the drops are on his page. It's I'm right sorry. Here. It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Yep, that's that'll do it. That's for Joe Fisher. Wow. Um, now let's get into some interesting discussions. Are you saying the first hour wasn't interesting? I thought it was pretty interesting. They were pretty interesting. I think it was one of our best first hours in a while. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So it's all downhill. <laughs> um, what I really want to get into now is I know it's easy to be like, okay, the Astros won the deadline. You know, they got they got Granky and and the Braves did their bullpen stuff and you know, you know, what are the Mets doing? Blah blah blah. That's by the way all what we did in the first hour. Um, but what really intrigues me is who do you think is more head scratching at the deadline? The Red Sox, the Yankees, or the Dodgers, who all three did nothing. I'm not counting the Jed Jerko uh for other dude who can't play this year. Uh, trade the Dodgers made but all three of those teams the Red Sox are the reigning World Series champs they are nine games back in the east they are also like three games back in the wild card but you know they are not the kind Dombrowski's not the kind of guy to be a seller Uh, and the Yankees who everybody talked about you know sky's falling they had a rough couple weeks and they need a starter blah 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 nobody does anything which of those are the most intriguing to you intriguing or surprising or What's the uh, word? Let's go with surprising. 
surprising is the Yankees to me. Um, now, it's funny. As a fan of the team, and I am a Yankee fan, if it's your first time listening, you can hate me now. Thank you. Uh, you're from there, though. So I, well, I am. It's but not it, like you're a Portlander who loves the Giants after they won I three I still World think people Series. hate Yankee fans even if they're from there. But to me, in the back of my head, I went, they're not doing anything. I kind of had a feeling they weren't going to do anything, and I was okay with that. But I'm still surprised because they're the Yankees. They always do something at the deadline, even if it's a small move. And they did make some trade with the Rockies for some reliever I'd never heard of before. Uh, and they gave up a reliever who's been up and down between AAA and the majors this year. So it's not a big move or anything, but they did something. And then if you want to include the Edwin Encarnacion trade from a couple of weeks ago, or I guess a month ago at this point, into that conversation, you can certainly do that because <clears throat> that was a move. And now it's helpful because Luke Voigt's hurt. But I am surprised that they didn't do anything because they were tied to every name in all the reports, every player that was out there. They do have a decent farm system. It's not as good as it used to be because they gave up some of it for players. And they're all starting. Uh, and they're the now in the majors. Starting. But I'm surprised they didn't do anything because you knew the Astros were going to do something. And actually, for most of the deadline, I was like, wow, the Astros aren't either. So the Yankees, Astros, and Red Sox aren't doing anything. And then, of course, the Astros pulled off the Granky move. And as I think every Yankee fan went, ugh. Yep. Because that's the move that's a killer. Mm -hmm. And if your team did nothing, then you're kind of stuck. So I'm most surprised that they did nothing versus the Red Sox and the Dodgers. If I'm going in order, I say I'm, I'm next most surprised by the Red Sox because right. they're, they're in the playoff chase. They have an obvious weakness in bullpen. They have an obvious weakness in starting pitching. Their pitching in general is a weakness. And they did nothing. And the quote from Dave Dombrowski today was, I I'm going to forget verbatim. I don't have it up. Apologies. But he basically said this. The team needs to play better to prove to me that we should buy. He basically said, you're not playing well enough, so I'm not giving up any players for, for uh, to buy at the deadline because I don't believe that it's going to help enough. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But it's also kind of crazy to hear a GM say that about a team that's the defending World Series champions. Third most surprise is the Dodgers because I don't really think they have any holes. I think, they, I think their only hole is maybe mid-bullpen. Maybe back bullpen because Jansen's been a little bit inc inconsistent. Seems like all they wanted to do was just bolster a little extra protection on that back right. end. Vasquez was the big name from Pittsburgh that they were tied to a lot, but Pittsburgh was Will asking Smith. for. Everyone was talking about Will Smith, Brad Hand, were uh, the kind of names being thrown around as well, though I'd be shocked if the Giants and Dodgers did deals. Today. Right, I, I would be shocked by that too. But from what I saw the reports, the Pirates were asking for the moon for Vasquez. And Makes sense. the Dodgers didn't do it. So in terms of surprise, that's where I'm at. But that gets to a point we got to earlier is the teams knew these big teams wanted players and they were asking for everybody and they weren't budging. I so think, I don't blame any of these teams for not doing those moves. I think you nailed it in your interpretation of uh, Dodgers and Red Sox. The Dombrowski thing, the Red Sox thing is odd. Okay. They Dombrowski probably looks at it like, okay, wherever our problems are, we'll go get it in free agency. You know, I don't need to trade. This might not be our year. Okay. The Yankees thing to me, I find this really interesting. I am quite surprised. I'm with you. I thought Cashman, I mean, we've been watching Cashman as the GM of the Yankees since what? 95? Is that when he somewhere, came in? 94, 95, something like that. Yeah. So I feel like even though he's probably. He only really turned to the GM when George Steinbrenner passed away though. So Right, right. But I mean, I feel he still had to broker the deals. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel we've seen Cashman for a long time. We kind of know what to expect from him. 
And I think we all expected him to do something to fix these kind of problems. So I am very surprised they did nothing. But I look at this and I think I think this is more of kind of some genius from Cashman. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think Cashman looks at it and says, you know what? Especially, you know, especially if he's calling around and, you know, and the Diamondbacks are like, hey, we're about to deal Granky to the Astros. You want Ray? This is what we're getting from the Astros. And he's like, whoa, okay, maybe this isn't our year. I don't think the Yanks were built to win this year anyway. I think the Yanks are built to win next year and the five years after that. And I wonder if Cashman just kind of said, we'll see. Let's let the starting pitching go through it. Let's get Severino healthy. Let's get Batances healthy. And let's see what we can do in the playoffs. And if it's the Astros, it's the Astros. Because I think Cashman's trying to build a dynasty. Well, And I don't think you mortgage that farm for a World Series this year. Well, my whole point with this is my – it's so funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up, and hopefully he's listening, although he's probably sleeping at this point. He'll listen at some point. My dad texted me at 1.49 p.m. today. I cannot believe the Astros added Granky to the rotation. Verlander, Cole, and Granky make one unbeatable rotation. Thank goodness the Yanks needed Alfredo Garcia to, or added Alfredo Garcia to theirs. Not. That was his text to me, right? And I, Sorry, Papa Lynch. I was expecting that because my dad is more of a screw the farm system Yankee fan. He was the, you know, he's George Steinbrenner as a Yankee fan. <laughs> That's so great. Um, <laughs> and what do we need kids that can't do anything now for? The, the way I looked at this is, is exactly what you said. If you haven't been paying attention to Brian Cashman, or if you've been paying attention to Brian Cashman and expected him to make the trades that, that were that they were demanding of him, you haven't been paying attention close enough. He values his prospects. He values his top young players. He had one of his former prospects go into the Hall of Fame in unanimous decision this weekend. Yes. And what he does is he stockpiles enough talent so that there's options, and then if there's so many options, he can use them in trades. But he doesn't mortgage the future for, for players. And he'll only do it if it's for a super talented player. You would have seen the Yankees make a trade that included Garcia and Frazier and somebody else for Syndergaard or for maybe even Bumgarner, right? But when you saw that the Diamondbacks were asking for Clint Frazier and two other top prospects for Robbie Ray, who's a middle-of-the-rotation starter, you know he's not doing that deal. That's outrageous, right? Right. So Brian Cashman did exactly what Brian Cashman always does, which in my opinion is the smartest thing. Now, that, that means, obviously, that he can make mistakes. He has. The Sonny Gray trade was a massive mistake. Um, and the two guys he traded to Oakland are really good in AAA right now, so that could be a really, really bad mistake. Yeah. But generally, that doesn't happen. He's very smart. He makes very good trades. He often owns other teams in trades and makes them look silly. And a lot of people don't want to deal with the Yankees because they're afraid they're going to get the short end. Right. Um, so that was my first thought. My second thought was this. It's been one bad week, right? One. One and a half. Sure. Three bad series. I'll give you that, right? Rockies, had... Twins, Red Sox. Rockies, they played well. They won two or three against them. Uh, twins, Red Sox, Diamondbacks. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry, sorry. Those are your, th your three bad series. You still won two or three against the Twins. You took one of four of the Red Sox. That was a bad series. And you split with the Diamondbacks these last two games. Your pitching hasn't been very good for one and a half weeks. Yeah. Right? The Yankees starting pitching 
I've been seeing stuff on social media from Astros fans, from Yankee fans. The Yankees have no starters. I'm sorry, what? They have a really bad week of starting. They still have good starters. Now, it's not the Astros rotation. It's not the Dodgers rotation. I'll give you that, but it's not like they're bad, right? Right. The bullpen's had a rough week. It's not like the bullpen's bad. Just three weeks ago, we were saying it's one of the best bullpens ever. So I think what Cashman's saying is, I'm going to let my coaching staff and my players figure it out. What coaching staff? And by the time, oh, shut up. But by the time, they're effing savages in the box, okay? <laughs> I did like him for that. Um, they're going to let them figure it out and hopefully get back to their peak performance, which is possible for all their guys who are kind of struggling right now. And then all of a sudden, you're competitive again. And I, you didn't give up the future, and you didn't give up the farm right. to try to plug a hole that wasn't super necessary at this point. Well, I think, yeah, and I'll, we'll end on this because we're up against it. Um, I think, yeah, the Yankees doing nothing is surprising, but in the end, Maybe it's not so surprising. Maybe Cashman doesn't want it the now. Maybe Cashman wants his late 90s dynasty to happen again. All right, there's still a few things I want to clean up here for this trade deadline special. I want to get into this, uh, you know, for bias purposes, but I also think it's actually a really interesting thing. I want to get in this Trevor Bauer trade uh, to the Reds, and maybe if we have enough time, I want to kind of get into what happened last night and maybe even talk about how wild or not wild but how wide open the central is and how a lot of those guys didn't do anything really either i mean the cubs got castellanos but you know the cardinals didn't do anything so maybe we'll get maybe we'll get into some of that next or we'll do that over the next half hour who knows but we'll get into i want to get into trevor bauer and the cincinnati reds we'll do that next on portland sports leader 1080 the fan this is the hot corner with harrison lynch on 1080 the fan All right, it's 821 here. This is the Hot Corner Trade Deadline Special. Um, There was a wild night in baseball last night that I want to try to kind of, for the sake of time, I want to kind of try and wrap our heads around the trade that went down and just the insane debauchery that went down in the Pirates-Reds game last night. But for all intents and purposes, about the seventh inning, Pirates-Reds are playing. The Reds make the deal. Without Granky going today, that's probably the deal of the deadline, right? Correct. Trevor Bauer gets traded in a three-team deal to the Cincinnati Reds where they send a prospect to San Diego. Taylor Trammell. And San Diego sends... All my fantasy teams. And San Diego sends some prospects to Cleveland. Not prospects. Major League players. Sorry, Major League players. Framiel Reyes and Logan Allen. And uh, then they also snag Yasiel Puig. Uh, from the do. Reds to the yeah. Indians. Yeah. Oh, are you watching this A's game? I am. He just that got socks. The ump just got uh, cup checked. There. He's clearly wearing a cup though, because like I'm on the ground <laughs> dying. Like I'm hurting just thinking about it. Uh, and so there's this big move. Okay. Where do you want to go first? You want to do trade or what happens after that? Uh, let's do trade first. Okay. So here's I feel like we could really dive into what happened in the Reds Pirates game. And that could be like an 845 kind of segment. Like, <laughs> right. let's just poke fun at the fight for no reason. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so so the Indians do what I think a lot of people are pretty 50-50 on. And as an Indians fan, I think I was leaning towards trading Bauer, but it's still kind of like, ah, I'm like, I'm, I'm on the Frankie clock right now. Okay. I'm on the Frankie Lindor clock, and I'm trying to win as many games as possible 
as long as we have Frankie Lindor. And trading Trevor Bauer doesn't necessarily win you games. No, and right now when you've got every other pitcher hurt, your best pitcher being traded when you're trying to win the AL Central doesn't win you any games. What do you mean? Shane Bieber started last night. hey <laughs> uh, But yes, you're totally right. And so the only, real, the only reality is, is if you're going to trade Trevor Bauer, it's got to be for something legit. It's got to be the package. I would love to have seen Glaber Torres at second base. But the Yanks weren't really weren't willing to give him up. Hell no. So the Reds make the deal. Three-way with the Padres. Yasiel Puig is the same as Glaber Torres? Come on now. No. <laughs> wah, wah. No one's taking that. I know. There was thought we were trading for him last year, too, and it's like, no. Uh, anyway, but the Indians got back what they wanted. They wanted... A, uh, they wanted major league ready players with some young kids with some controllability. You needed outfielders. We needed you got outfielder two of them desperately. Both we got, with 20 plus home runs. Yeah, we got two of them. So we're looking a lot better for that. And a pitcher, Logan Allen, who's had a great season so far. He's been uh, a good season. So he, far. He's struggled at AAA. He's been up and down with the Padres. He's done better of late, but it's still kind of a risk, but a high reward kind of guy. So I think the Indians did well in this in getting Trevor Bauer. They did I th- great. Yeah. I think the real question is. The Reds. I don't understand. The Reds get Trevor Bauer. The Reds are like the Mets to me, where they're in the same situation. They're in the wild card hunt. They're in a division right now, which seems pretty wide open. And, right? and should be wide open for the foreseeable future. The only team that appears out of it is the Pirates. And I would have said the Reds appear out of it in my brain, although I know numbers-wise they're not. I mean, to me, it's the Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals. That's the division. Yeah, yeah, that's the division right But now. the Reds are technically still in it and involved. Um, I just don't understand. It's the same thing as the Mets. You acquired a really good player and gave up a really good prospect. Why? Well, this this is what I think. I actually think, and we've talked about it on this show all season, that the Reds have overperformed this year. They have done some really cool stuff. Their starting rotation is doing much better than expected. Yes, and they've got a decent bullpen, too. And their prospects are looking good. They seem to have found their guy in David Bell as a manager. I think the Reds on the surface, you are correct, look very similar to the Mets. However, I think the Reds could compete next year. Maybe not for a World Series, but I don't see I don't see the Cubs making crazy waves next year. I don't see the Cardinals making crazy waves next year. I don't see the Brewers making crazy waves next year. I think Cincinnati looks at it like we could do something. Sonny Gray looks good in Cincinnati. He looks good in a small market team, especially in the National League. You put Trevor Bauer next to him, you got a pretty good one too. And their offense is looking good. Those kids are coming through. I believe that this is a decent deal. I do think Cleveland got the better end of the deal. On Cleveland paper. won the trade, yeah. Cleveland won the trade, if that's how, you, you know, if you want to see winners and losers. But for Cincinnati, they got a bona fide, they got an ace next year in a division which, who's the ace in the NL Central? Who's the best pitcher in the NL Central right now? Hmm. I don't know. My answer is Trevor Bauer. Yeah, it might be. You taking Bauer or Hendricks? I might even take Cole Hamels over him, right? See? But is is Hamels having a great year this year? Hamels is on the DL right now. Yeah, he's... 
Yeah, that's actually a great question. There's not a lot of great starting pitching in the NL Central maybe, maybe, right now. I mean, maybe the kids for St. Louis, but they've had a rough year too. Yeah, Mikolas has done okay. Um, yeah, you're right. That is Fla- a, Flaherty is- has not been as awesome as we all thought he was going to be this that's year, great- although I do think he's going to be good. Yes, I agree. He just has had a rough year. That's a good point. And, I mean, how many times did the Reds play the division the rest of the season? Probably a ton. Exactly. So if you've got Bauer and you've got – your other good starters that have, you know, been putting up decent enough performances, even like Di Sclafani's had a good year too, and he used to suck. So they're, they've got something going on with their pitching staff there. Maybe you can actually climb back into the, I mean, I don't want to say NL Central hunt, but maybe you can get closer, right? Maybe it's a little bit more interesting. I mean, the Cubs added Castellanos today. Right. They needed another bat to try to get the offense awake. The Cubs have been playing really poor baseball of late, and right now I'm keeping an eye on it. Uh, Craig Kimbrell's trying to blow another game for them. He just blew one the other night. Uh, two on, two outs, though, so we'll see. They're up 2 nothing in the ninth inning against the Cardinals. But the Cardinals didn't do much of anything, did they? They didn't do anything. They traded Jed Jerko, who's on the you know end-of-season IL, right. for a guy from the Dodgers who's on the end-of-season IL. The Brewers tried to improve. Uh, they traded away some guys. They added some pitching. They did a lot of moves that are kind of small market team moves that I don't right. necessarily love. But they but- were in on the Keuchel hunt. Yeah. And they couldn't get Keiko, which makes me think they're not going to get a starter in the offseason either. Because there are some dudes. I was just looking at this. I was just looking at some of the free agents for next year. Steven Strasburg is a free agent. Jake Arrieta is a free agent. Cole Hamels is a free agent. Dallas Keuchel. Yu Darvish. Rick Porcello. Hyunjin Ryu. Um, Rich Hill. And that's probably where we're going to start with pitchers. Do we think the Brewers are going to get any of those guys? Because that's what they need, and they're not. So that's where I think the Reds' thought process is going. They're like, let's get Bauer, and we can sneakily win this. I don't understand trading Scooter Jeanette, but that might be a contract thing. Um, they might the say – could be positioned too. I mean, Senzel's – right. well, he's playing all over the place, but that could be a guy that can fill that spot. I think, I think the Reds think they can sneak this division next year. Maybe. This text says Lester, question mark. He's having a fine year. He's having a, a sol- I should say, a solid year. 363 ERA. Uh, playoff Lester, yes, please. Regular season Lester. Hmm. Also, tick, tick, tick. I'm a little Time. nervous that he's kind of getting close to the end here. But Time. tick, tick, that tick. Is a good, that's a good one I didn't think of uh, in terms of being one of the best pitchers in the NL Central. But, yeah, you're probably right. It's Bauer now. It is going to be Bauer. Unless he's throwing balls over the center field wall. How many people, out his coach. How many people do you know are clearing that wall? <laughs> And for the record, he didn't curse Uncle out. Rico can clear that wall. And for the record, <laughs> Gardner Minshew. Baseball Minch- over the mountains. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> and for the record, uh, Bauer did not cuss out Francona. Francona cussed out Bauer. That is okay, true. Okay. Bauer went, I'm sorry, coach. He's like, I'm sorry. And he said, you sit down. <laughs> well, he said it in, in other words. But if yeah. you watch it, he looks at me and goes, what the F is wrong with you? And Bauer's like, I'm sorry. And he goes, go sit down. He goes, Go the F over there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's that. We'll finish up. We'll touch in on any of the last minute kind of trade deadline stuff, or maybe we'll get into the Pirates Reds fight. We'll do that next. But first, there's Mike with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Say 36 here. We might as well finish up this trade deadline special with a little, few little last news and notes. There are some things, some things that I am intrigued by, Mike, and most of it is inactivity. Like uh, the Minnesota Twins got Sam Dyson. Okay, cool. And uh, Sergio Romo. Okay, cool. 
Well, what do they need about this bullpen? They got some bullpen. Yeah. I'd like to have seen him grab a starter, maybe. Hmm. Potentially. Actually, to be honest, I don't want to see them do anything. Mm, so right. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, but What's I was the lead now. Down uh, to two or something. It's three because they won tonight. And we did. It's because we lost last night. And they won last night to the Astros. Oh, they're playing the Marlins. They should win every game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're playing real teams over here. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> the Oakland A's. I thought did you know some Oakland A's stuff. They got Tanner Roark. Nothing gonna blow you away, but. I can't remember. I'm going to forget now. I'm so sad that I did. They, they added probably, a but, picture like a, a couple of days ago, too. Oh, they got Homer Bailey. Yeah, and there was another one. They added three guys who were such Oakland moves. I know. Like guys who were kind of like, really, that guy? <laughs> Billy. By Bean. the way, I went to Vegas this weekend. I bet against Homer Bailey, I lost. Yeah, just Billy Bean doing Billy Bean things. Um, so there's that note as well. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, who seem to think their World Series are bust, with their two, with their you know two thirty hitting right fielder that they spent a fortune on, who's just all right, uh, do nothing, basically. So I don't know what's going on with them. I still think they think they're better than every team in that division, but the Braves. Yeah, they got Corey Dickerson. Yep. from the Pirates, who will likely be a bench player for them. No, although he gonna... was a bench player on Pittsburgh. So yeah. So, but I mean, I'm just that's a head scratcher. Like you think you're going to the World Series, but you're really not. At least the Mets got Marcus Stroman. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they just don't. I think some of these teams don't have great farm systems. Yeah, it's what it's got to be. I think. Um, well, you don't land Rio Muto and Segura and. Without giving up your Without giving up system. your guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. Again, we already got through this with the Central, the Cubs, the, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. God, I wanted the Brewers to do something. They do nothing. But one thing I'm really interested in that may have fallen off and it's a team we have not mentioned well we might have mentioned but we haven't really talked about i am quite surprised that one of the more quiet teams at the deadline were the texas rangers they were i think they know they're out of it right they were why aren't they trading their starters why isn't mike minor gone because i think mike minor started to struggle so his value plummeted mm. because mike minor was i'm going to double check this while i'm talking here but mike minor was one of the hot names a couple of months ago as like, ah, trade deadline target for the Rangers to give up is Mike Miner. And he had like an ERA that was under three. And now I'm just checking here. His ERA is at a three flat, so he's not pitching worse. But I think I've seen he's had a couple of rough starts recently. And I don't know. I don't know what the Rangers are doing. They gave up some guys, right? They gave up Martin. Mm -hmm. But I think they know they're out of it now, and I'm just surprised they didn't give him up. But I, I bet you nobody bit on Miner. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Because that's a guy who didn't used to be good. Right. Well, actually, that's a lie. He used to be really good, then well, he got hurt, and then yeah. he hasn't been good since. Right, right, and then he had some resurgence in Texas. Uh, the other team I'm I'm intrigued in, they did some moves, but maybe it's maybe I'm just maybe I should look at them more like we look at the Oakland A's. And that's the Tampa Bay Rays. They're still in this. The Rays did a lot. Yeah, but nothing really that's like. Well, they're like Oakland. Yeah. They did what they had to do. They 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 added player like the Jesus Aguilar move, I think, is really smart. Because he's a guy who for no reason this year just sucks. He was really good last year. He was an all-star last year. Yeah. And getting a guy like that's really, really good. Um and they traded Faria for him, I believe. Mm-hmm. The the guy who was a kind of a highly rated prospect starter who got moved to the bullpen and never was that good after he got hurt. Uh, I, I think I think the Rays made moves that are going to 
probably help them because they're they're Tampa and they seem to make random guys good. They'll probably so, just raise moves that were disregarded. Yeah, I mean they're they they are also like Oakland. I think we view Oakland as like, oh, Billy Bean, he's so smart. The Rays have been doing this for years too. The Rays are in second place in the AL East with a team of what? Austin Meadows, Kevin Kiermeyer, who sucks this year. Yeah, Lowe's been hurt. I mean, it's like he was good. Travis yeah. Darno, welcome back to the segment, New York Mets. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was a great trade. So, like, they, they do moves like that, and they work. So I think we should start giving the Rays the same respect that we give the A's when they make these random small moves that don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. They probably got some uh, analytics behind it. Especially because Blake Snell might be out. Not not It will he be out, out for a while yeah. and might not come back at all. No, I think it was just clearing a body out of his elbow, right? <laughs> An entire human body. Here's your American League wild card right now. Indians, two and a half up. They're the lead in first. Um, one game difference in the loss and win column, but uh, they're technically tied. The Oakland and Tampa. Boston, two and a half back from that. Anybody else close? Uh, the Angels are six. Texas is seven. That's so it? I'm going to say no. Yes, that's about it. There's nothing about the Angels that makes me think they're going to do something. They also didn't do anything at the deadline. So. Oh, man, that's another team we just mentioned. Who are the teams we haven't mentioned? I think we've mentioned all of them at this point. Uh, Got to be close, man. Got to be close. Close. We didn't mention Colorado yet. Colorado. I was just about to say the Colorado Rockies. I mentioned it on the text line. You but did mention it. it on the text line. There was thought that Charlie Blackman might have gotten traded. What? Eh. Really? Yeah. It'd be crazy. Poor Nolan Arenado. Just signed a massive contract, and his team sucks. He's just going to be Dan Marino. <laughs> Did you see him? It was uh, this last series. I forget who they were playing before the Dodgers. And in the dugout, his head was just down. Like He was like two for three. He had a good day, and his team was losing 13 to five because they're the Rockies. And his head was just down. And I'm like, Nolan, why did you sign this deal then? Here comes the money. Could've Here comes money the money. Money, 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 money. I know his head's down and he's going, man, we suck. But I'm making $900,000 this game alone. <laughs> All right. I can go make another hit in my next step bet. Yeah. 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 The poor dude. Well, imagine when, uh, imagine when the Rockies realize they got to trade Nolan Arenado. Next year? What are you getting for him? Everybody. Everybody. Can you get a new stadium? Can you get new altitude? <laughs> no, that you can't unless you move your team to another state. Dear Houston, we would like to trade you Nolan Arenado for your atmosphere. <laughs> You're at the, sea level, right? For the entire city of Houston. Houston's like, we're actually just below sea level. And it's like, yes, I would love that. Anything to dampen the ball. That sounds great. Can we still use the humidor? Can all of a sudden, can we become... The best starting staff in baseball because we've never been able to say that. Justin Verlander. The balls are definitely juiced. Colorado's, come on, man. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. You're juicing the balls. You're giving us games. We're going like 14 to 13 here. Come on. Last year, that would have been 10 to 9. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is Houston, New York. People were like, that's fun baseball. But in Colorado, oh, it's the air. It's the air. Nobody gives us respect. It's not the fact that our pitchers suck <laughs> and the balls are juiced. Hey, Marquez oh. is pretty good. 
No, I just I feel bad now. I like Colorado. Well, I like David Dahl. He's good. I'm playing for them, playing as them and MLB of the show right now. Yeah, because Nolan Arenado. Well, I lost him for six weeks. Quick shout out, Paul Goldschmidt, killing it right now. Really is killing it. Right Almost now. hit a home run in five straight games. Just wanted to make sure we were getting. Actually, our, I think it might have been five straight games. Just wanted to make sure we were getting our love to our singular players throughout the league going down. Well, really, it's just those two. Those two are our, our boys. Those are our boys. Yeah. And they're killing it. They they're are. doing great right now. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we will uh, finish this, wrap this bad boy up as we always do. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 8.50 here. Wrapping up the hot corner. We're off next week. I'll be on vacay. I'm doing some a little rafting. I'll be on vacay. Where are you going? I'm going to Victoria, Canada. Canada. So it might be a best of show. Uh, it might be Joe hosting. Yeah, that'd be fun. We, uh, I told Joe, I was like, we know we're probably both going to be out. So if you can figure out some way to find a producer, which might be hard, uh, then you can host. If not, it's going to be a best of. So we'll be here in some way, shape, or form. It won't be just an off show, but uh, yeah. I'm kind Apologies, it's like the third time this has happened that both of us have been I know, I know. Last week's my fault. Um, I I really want Joe to host the show, but if he doesn't, I'm totally going to download and listen to a best of Hot Corner. I have no idea what that sounds like. Well, the he, show sucks. He always goes, <laughs> I don't know what to do because everything you talk about is so topical that yeah. there's nothing evergreen. <laughs> it's It's just like... Two hours of our random lost conversations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> random segments that don't make any sense. Yeah, right. Uh, I did enjoy this text that came across the text line at 55305. Uh, I know nothing of baseball. Yasiel Puig is the name I hear the most via trade or fighting. Is he worthy? I love that because it made me think, you know what? You're right. How many we do in baseball have a guy that isn't like a superstar Yet everyone knows his name. Does everyone know his name? This person does. I think it's the name he hears most. Yeah. And I responded to him. I went, eh, he's really fun, but he's not that good. Who are some other great athletes or celebrities like that, though? Hmm. Because it's not on, like, Kardashian level. Because Puig isn't known by everyone. Right. But if you kind of have an ear to sports from time to time, you've heard Yasiel Puig. Hmm. That's a really tough question. I wish you would have prepped me for because I could have thought a lot longer about this. <laughs> derp, derp, derp. It's only two of us, and I'm sitting here going, I could think about this, but that's going to waste dead air of the show. <laughs> that's I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I win. That's really tough. That's really – I wasn't even thinking. I was just you counting did, the seconds did, of dead air. You did stop right then. Oh, you – did you break because you know we can only have so long of dead air? No. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, God, please break before 10. Please, it's 10. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is an alarm that goes off if there's dead air to, like, the engineers, where if it's longer than, like, 30 seconds, they'll get an alarm on their phone, like, dead air, dead air, dead air. How do they know if it's dead air? I don't know. Because little... there's silence. But how do they know? It's silence. Hmm. Unless you're like us two idiots and we're just staring at each other. <laughs> Doing it intentionally. Not saying anything, then it's dead air. Oh, wait. 
<laughs> the last time was so good. You were like finishing a sentence, and I was like, I'll wait. And you just stopped. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't, maybe the text line, if there's anybody still listening to this show. <laughs> no, nobody is. Um, who has any ideas? Who is the most talked about but least like known player, I guess? Or maybe for people who don't follow sports that they know said player, but he's really not that important or good. I feel like I feel like in the NBA that Nathan could be... Peterman. Oh, oh <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> I feel like in the NBA though, no, because he's actually good. The, the first name that popped into my head in the NBA was Patrick Beverly, mm. but I don't think anybody would know him. He's just a talker and a great defender, right? So I feel like if like you heard that name because maybe he was talking ass or whatever, but he's. I don't think a regular fan would not would know him. I know, and my brain instantly went to like guys that are super good that nobody really knows who they are. Like, do people still like? You're gonna call me crazy, but I need you to really think about this from an outside sports person. Okay, someone that's not a sports guy. Okay, do you know who Kawhi Leonard is? Hmm. Do you know who Paul George is? Maybe, but remember the question is a guy who's not that good. I know that's that, but that's where my brain kept going to guys that are like super good that nobody knows. It's tough. Like I, I've I've talked to people that um, are like diehard NFL people. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you like baseball, huh? I got like, one that you're gonna love. And they're like, you like baseball, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I love baseball. They're like, who's your favorite player? I'm like, Mike Trout. Duh, he's the best player in the world. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that guy. And you're like, you've heard of that guy. <laughs> Have you also heard of Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays? Because he's, like, that good. The uh, Bryce Harper was the guy I was going to say. Oh, God. Everyone knows him, but he's not that good. <laughs> yes! Thank you! Thank you, Michael. Uh, we You're got now Jer on my team. We got Jeremy Lin on the text line. Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh, yeah, I like that one a lot. We got Dennis Rodman. On the text uh, line. Rodman's one of the greatest defenders and rebounds of all time, though. We got Rebounders Carmelo on the text line. Ooh, Melo's a good one. But Carmelo was also one of the greats for a while. Yeah, I mean, Melo's a Hall of Famer, you know. Is Agreed. Bryce is Bryce Harper a Hall of Famer? Not yet. Not yet? Could be. Do you see signs of him getting better? I've seen seasons that he could be Sorry, a Hall was of Famer that, for. Was that plural or singular? I've seen a season. He's had two seasons. Oh, two. Okay. Back two, to back? Two and a half. Back to back? Maybe. <laughs> uh, I, still, I still like Bryce Harper, okay? All right. That's fine. You can like mediocre talent all you want. All right. That was that. That was a fun uh, MLB trade deadline special. Uh, again, Mike and I are gone next week. There might be a show with Joe. There might be a best of show. Either way, when we come back after that, be... Tuned up and ready to go to get rid of this, get get through the rest of this season. Uh, so for yeah, yeah, beers on us tomorrow at four. That's Mike Lynch. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like make deals at the deadline. Seal it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.